Welcome to Intel's Conversations in the Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Jake Smith. Join me as I speak with guests from across the world about the latest advancements in cloud and edge computing, data center technology, network infrastructure, security, artificial intelligence, and more. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another edition of Conversations in the Cloud. I am joined today by George Tang, VP of Marketing and GM of North America for S-Medio. Welcome, George. Thanks for having me. So, George, S-Medio is a company that maybe not all of our listeners have heard about, but you're really driving real-time facial recognition in the enterprise. Can you talk about the work that you guys are doing around the world and how you were founded and came to be? Actually, S-Medio is probably not like a lot of company you interview before. S-Medio is not a fancy AI company to start with. Instead, S-Medio is a multimedia company. So we have been around more than 10 years now, and we focus a lot on the codec, meaning video playback, video recording, video streaming. And in fact, we have several projects in Japan working with different companies on 8K playback. That's kind of obvious is for the Japan Olympic. So that's where S-Media come from. And we have a very good relationship with most of the Japanese electronic company and also with all the PC manufacturers. And actually, S-Media, like I say, is starting with the video playbacks. We provide the middleware to the DVD, Blu-ray players, set-up box. You probably could see a lot of the Toshiba box, Pioneer, Hitachi in Japan. On the front face, they are over the group brand, electronic company, but inside we build a multimedia stack for them. That's excellent. Yes. Actually, we have uh, working with the electronic company to come out the cloud camera solution. That's how we get started on the AI solution. So, you know, you started working with the Intel AI builders team. Can you talk a little bit about some of the expectations to solve the business problems when you're building these AI frameworks? Actually, so initially it's just a cloud camera solution and the camera will has an infrared to detect people coming in. Then we will start recording and notify user and video store in the cloud. But in the end, we detect a lot of false alarm. Even the tree leaves falling, it will trigger the video recording and send the user. Let a dog crossing by will trigger the recording and notify user. So the solution is not satisfying. And so that's why we build up those object detection, human detection, or facial recognition, and make sure it's a real person coming into the front door and we notify users. So that's where we start doing the AI solution. And we've done everything in AWS. Uh, it costs a lot because of all the training, all the inference is all done in the cloud. And the cost is something we didn't imagine in the first place. So that's why we think, okay, we need to look for optimization. And that's where the AI builder come in. It's interesting that initially we talked to our engineer, they said, yeah, we do the optimization, we take care of all the multi-threading, that's kind of best thing they could do now. 
And when we talk to the Intel AI builder, then we realize that there's an optimized version of the TensorFlow from Intel. Then I convinced our engineer we should give it a try. And our engineer said, okay, you probably gain 10%, 20% max. But in the end, we got 40% improvement. That's a lot. Wow, 40% is a big jump in improvement. So can you talk a little bit about where you're taking your work in artificial intelligence and how you're really developing next generation products working with Intel? Actually, it's a project we have done with Fujitsu. And Fujitsu in Japan, they create a small robot, uh, very cute. It's almost like a toy. And that robot, you can sit at the front desk. Then facing out, when people come into Fujitsu's front desk, and the robot will recognize the person, if that's an employee, will say hi. If something they don't know, that's a visitor then they will greet the visitor and help visitor to do the sign-in process. And there's a two particular engine we've done with the Fujitsu robot. One is the facial recognition. The other one is quite interesting is emotion detection. So we will detect the visitor is really serious and we probably make a joke with the visitor. And if a visitor is smiling, we could tell it's smiling, we talk different things. It's sad, it's angry, we could tell. And with the robot will start a conversation with that. So that helps the Fujitsu front desk, they need to go out to take care of uh, other things. There's still a robot at the front desk uh, talk to the visitor and also notify the front desk. Someone is coming, they need to be at the front desk too. So that's a product we're trying to optimize. You know, that sounds like such a fun robot. I can't wait to be able to get back and travel and come back to Japan and have an opportunity to see that robot. You could buy it actually in Japan. Now. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you buy it in the U.S.? Uh, no, I would say the U.S. probably not used to it yet. But <laughs> somehow Japan likes a robot. So there's a lot of different kind of robots. And that robot today is kind of for business, right? They target at the front desk for the business setting. But eventually they want to move to more like a senior care. The robot will recognize the senior. And if not moving, maybe they will notify the medical facility or something like that. That would be brilliant. That would be fantastic. So George, can you talk a little bit about what are some of the challenges and opportunities that you guys are working on some of the other solutions that you're bringing to market? We have a new project coming in. We work with a different segment of the customer. Probably one of them could be quite interesting. We work with a Japan construction company. They want us to help them to analyze the construction site, understand what's happening in the construction site and give the headquarters earlier notice what to do. So it's more like a process control, meaning if they see the bulldozer coming in, they know bulldozer at the stage one. And if they see different machinery coming to the construction site, they could be in the phase two. So it's really a tool to tell the construction headquarters what kind of construction worker they need to send to the construction site. So that saves a lot of their time to manage those things. And this one 
very special application we work with the construction company is that when they're trying to build a tunnel, because of, you need to kind of dig through the mountain, right? And when you dig through the mountain, the soil condition is really important for them. Is that something you could dig or you need to use the explosive device trying to blow up those rocks? And so we develop an AI, meaning you take a picture or you take a video of a soil, then we'll analyze that, then we'll recommend how to perform the digging into the tunnel. And that probably will be the next project we'll work with Intel. That is super exciting. You know, whenever we can find things that create safety opportunities, actually reduce the environmental impact, that's really incredible. You know, it's incredible that you guys have developed these solutions using your AI engines. So can you talk a little bit about what you see in the future? I mean, that's a project, but George, talk about where do you see the future of AI technologies and working with the Intel AI Builders program for S-Media? Yeah, I was just, uh, like I said earlier, S-Media is not a fancy AI company to start with. We really build up our AI very late, but from the ground up, we hire one expert of the AI, we let him build a team, and we got a lot of good talent from the school. That's kind of how we start up our AI team. And those guys are really good at building the model, solve the question. But they are from the academic environment. When it comes to the real world, there's a lot of things we don't know. Um, I would say that Intel AI builders do a great job to bridge the gap from those academic guys who are really good at the modeling to the real corporate concern, the cost and time. Like I say, the 40% improvement, that's a 40% faster we could get solution to the customer's hand. And it's also 40% cost reduction from SPDO perspective. So I would say the Intel AI Builder solution is important element trying to bring those companies like us who just get into the AI field and trying to grow in the AI segment. And they bring a lot of the real life experience to our engineer and help our engineers to get their job done in a very cost effective way. That's something they didn't expect in the first place. So I would say that with the Intel AI builders help, that's going to bring a lot of potential out of the new company like us. And then we could focus on the new modeling for different industrial problems. And then we don't need to worry about a lot of optimization. So it's kind of a good separation. And we focus on fixing the issue. Then when we turn around, we know the Intel is there for us doing the optimization. So far, so our guy feels that's a good combination. Well, George, you know, it's been an honor to have you on the show today. And I really have just two questions. So the first question for you, George, is where can our listeners find out more information? And the second one is, where do you see the future of s Media in the AI world? You could always find more information from our website www.smedio.co.jp. 
because a lot of Japanese websites, there's an English version to it. Then you will see who the S-Media is, what we are doing. Or you could send me the email, uh, george at smedioinc.com. In terms of a second question, I would say that S-Media is a company who work with our customer very closely. And we always work to our customer specification. So we are more like OEM helpers. We have a solution. We hopefully we could understand the customer problem, then we'll have a solution to it. And today we work with our electronic company, with a construction company. We understand their problem and we provide a solution to them. And I would say that probably will be the primary model we work with our customer. And we try to understand our customer's issue. We fix them through the AI because of uh, the AI things to address a lot of issue quickly and more effectively. That's kind of how we work with our customers. So I would say that would be the model we will do in the future to work closer with our customers. Outstanding. Well, George, it's been an honor to have you on our show today. I hope our listeners take advantage of looking into S-Medio, a real innovator in the artificial intelligence space. Thank you so much. On behalf of George Tang, VP of Marketing and GM of North America for S-Medio, my name is Jake Smith, and this has been another edition of Conversations in the Cloud. Wherever you may be in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon and good night.